guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hello, Oxford Holy Club. We're back. It's been two weeks, but here we are. Finally, the episode you've been waiting for, episode 141, entitled Animals, Challenges, and Movies. Who knew the challenge was getting this podcast just onto the airways? Foreshadowing. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah, we had some technical issues last week. It physically hurt me that in 141 weeks we had never missed an episode um even if it was just a short little something to chime in to say hey we're still here and last mm-hmm. week was was well an unmitigated disaster and um you know it i don't know about you guys but i took that time to reflect and pause about what i like about the podcast how it affects me you know, really search the purpose for it. And is it still worth doing? Because that really tore me apart. Uh, and and uh, I'm here. So I've decided. At we least, were one missed episode from Brad just walking away. Uh, yeah, uh, walking away. But welcome to the podcast. The momentum stopped. And uh, <laughs> Dwight, I just want you to know that I laughed very hard with your comment about our dancing. Um, that was awesome. We have a lot of fun here yeah, you, behind the scenes, as it were. And uh, so my name is Brad Silliker. I'm one third of your hosts joined to my left on the screen by Andrew Beckwith. Hey, Andrew, how are you? I'm good. Good. Nice to see you. And below us, we have Lucas Candy joining from Fredericton, all the way from Fredericton. Didn't even know the internet yes. went that far. New Brunswick? Frozen North. Yes, that's me. Wow. Welcome. Uh, rocking what looks like a new do. The new do for you? Well, it's more of a lack of do. You see, the problem is, uh, you guys haven't experienced this yet. When you, I'm sorry, am I boring you? You're checking your time there. Uh, you're like, here he goes, talking about his hair again, or lack thereof. Way to yeah, go, anyway, Brad. When you, when you get bald, you got to keep it short or it looks real old. So Fri- like go. Friar Tucky? Real bald. Like, <laughs> you, get a, you get a Friar Tuck You, you could really on. go Friar you know, Tuck. I'm trying to avoid that. Oh, look at that. Just keeps going. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> Um, We've known Lucas so long, he had hair when we first met. I did. Uh, Dwight's calling us a bunch of heathens. At first, I thought I thought it said Heathers, but I, I was too far away from my screen. Had to. <laughs> you're such a Heather, you're Brad. Such a Heather. You're such a Heather. That's the new Karen, but it's there. It's Heathers. <laughs> uh, and hey, Mom, nice to see you on the podcast. It looks like things are working this week, and we're super glad to be back. I said just Speaking before- Speaking of moms- uh, my mom wants to know what the interwebs are. The interwebs are just my tongue-in-cheek way of saying the internet. That's it. It's an old-fashioned way of doing it, surfing the world said. wide web. Yeah, that's really that's really it. It was just to try to be mm-hmm. some kind of cool. <laughs> um, shoot, now I lost it. I lost my train of thought. Oh, I was saying to the guys just before I went on, I'm like, guys, no matter what happens, it's just nice to see you because it's it's it been is. like two weeks. Um, all right. Well, we got a lot going on. There's probably a huge catch up that we're going to do. Uh, we've got a really great best in the rest from Lucas tonight. We've got a holy huddle that I've been holding on to now um, to share. Looking forward to it. And then Andrew's got a game that I'm looking forward to called Poorly Explained Movies. And uh, he's going to quiz Lucas and I this it's time. It's the one with the guy in the red hat. Uh, uh, cat, cat in the hat. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, that one with Tim Allen where he's Santa. Um, the Santa Claus. No. The third one. Uh, the the th- Santa Claus 2. Uh, well, anyway, uh, so if we haven't lost you yet, uh, did you know that we have a website, www.oxfordholyclub.com, and from there you can find us on social medias like Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. Uh, biggest thing you could do to help us, if you do enjoy uh, our little brand of humor and living faith together, the best thing you could do to help us would be to click the share button on Facebook or on YouTube, wherever you find us, or subscribe to us on podcast audio players, whatever you use. Uh, that would be huge. Don't forget, you can also like this post to let us know that you're enjoying your time with us. And we would love it if you'd comment with us and talk with us as Dwight is doing and my mom is doing. And if you, although I will say, if you call us heathens, uh, you will get blocked. So there is that. <laughs> uh, the heathen move. The heathen move. All right, well, fellas, you know what? It it has been a couple of weeks since we've really caught up, so let's do the catch-up now with a new graphic. Make sure that you get to see that. Uh, all right. And, I'm uh, watching. I'm waiting for it. Okay. Well, 
Oh, nice. A little freaky. Yet. A little freaky. Oh, I see it. Am I that behind? Now, do you make these or download them somewhere? Like, where do you get these? Yes. Still okay. don't see it. I have an app that I use where I can pull different graphics together. Fundamentalism. Uh, What's going on? We Listen, <laughs> the Church of the Nazarene, while definitely being flavored by the fundamentalist movement, has definitely moved away from that. Uh, we Anyway, oh my goodness. Can't what say fun without fundamental. Well, you, you probably should. Um, all right. Or oh, men- there it is. I finally see it. I'm like a minute behind, guys. Or mental. But know. anyway. There there's a guy, a ketchup bottle <laughs> with legs. Um, that ketchup has uncomfortably short shorts. Listen, man, I, where's Scott? Where have you, Scott? Where have you been? Well, Scott's been doing his own thing on Facebook. Scott, I've been watching you with some like. Yeah, what's the big news? Can you release your big news right now to us? Uh, there's like motivational moments and thought provoking moments with Scott, and every now and then he sells a vehicle. Uh, it looks yeah, well, like he's got a new job, a secret new job. You have a secret, secret new job. job. Oh my goodness! Yeah, but he's you know just teasing it right now. Oh wow! Anyway, but okay. but uh, Scotty's living it up on online. Um, anyway, so welcome back, Scotty. It's nice to see you, my man. All right, for the last time, here's our. You know what, Scott? Uh, I don't even think that he has shorts. It's just a ketchup bottle with some hairy legs and non-hairy yeah, knees. Muscular. Yeah, very muscular. All right. So, guys, it's been a couple of weeks. Why don't we start, Lucas, my man? Let's start with you, because I presume Andrew has nothing, even though it's been two weeks. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I wrote, <laughs> I wrote something in. You did. But, I mean, that was a solid guess. Good guess. Okay. Safe. Uh, so, our March bake was, like, very quiet, because everything's, well, it's not shut down, but, like, it was super cold and then all that stuff, so... My March, I'm kind of, I'm glad I had an extra week because my March break did not have a whole lot going on. And then he went bowling. Okay, uh, uh, Brad, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Never mind. Yes, and then so a couple things happening today actually that are kind of exciting for me. Uh, one is the hot tub that I ordered long ago did arrive um, eventually. Oh, anyway, the inflatable one. Here, the inflatable the hot infla- tub. The inflatable hot tub. And it got here, and then it was promptly like super cold in Fairgen. So there's no, I couldn't set it up. It, you're not supposed to use it uh, below minus ten. So it's more of a spring. It's a three seasons hot tub. It's not well, like, like you can't Arctic even have tub. it set up if it's going to go below minus ten. Well, that's the thing. I don't know. I'm so going to get a sense for it. You can't so, use anyway, the hot tub today, unless it's hot out. You can't use the hot tub unless it's hot out, which you wouldn't want to use the hot mi- tub. Is minus nine hot to you? I'm I'm so confused. So you're okay. Never mind. Go- continue so anyway listen we can't all have brand name fully plumbed hot tubs some of us have to make do with whatever inflatable ones we can afford <laughs> so anyhow so i, I get my friggin ghetto fabulous hot tub and it's been sitting in our entryway finally i checked the weather it was going to be decent enough tonight and warm enough and light enough outside and i got home so i got it all inflated got it all set up poured the freezing cold water into it and it's now percolating. I'm waiting for it to get hot. It takes about a day. So Bring we'll us find out, out either. What's that? Bring us out there. Bring you, Do you really want me to take you outside? I want to My see it. My hot tub? You want to see it? Okay, no, we'll try. no, no, no. It has taken us two weeks to get a stable internet connection for you. Oh. Well, now that we've solved that problem, it probably would have been fine. But anyway, it's basically, it looks like if you take an uh, air mattress and made a cube out of it, and then a hole, and then fill it with water, basically. And then you put an air mattress on top to keep the water in. What could go wrong? Oh, listen, everybody. Um, listen, chat's, chat's lighting up. They want to see Yeah, it. they want to see the hot tub. They want to see the hot tub. All right. Can you imagine if I just made it up? Could you see this? There's no hot tub. We've already lost his audio. This is what we didn't want. Folks. Oh, wait. No. Oh, no. One second. It's because he had to unplug the mic. Audience, you are the architect of this episode's demise where are you putting it i thought it would be on your back deck uh no because i would have had to shovel out my entire back deck you put it in your front yard it's in my front deck (laughs) yeah okay so all right so here's my i'm we'll take you on the walk out here if i wipe out and wreck my my computer i'm so upset don't put Uh, don't put your computer it's not that light out don't drop your anyway it's right there in the dark I don't think you can see it. Wait, let's try it this way. Do you have an outdoor light, Lucas? It's on. That's it. Do you, do you have your, a phone and a flashlight? Phone and a flashlight. Hey, Siri, turn on my flashlight. 
Sorry, There's but it's right here. There. Hey uh, Siri, turn on my flashlight. I I we're up to he, I think he was lying degrees. about the hot tub. I don't I don't think there is one. <laughs> oh, man. I, I think there's a warm puddle on the ground. It's it's it, it exists. One second. Hold on. Anyway, let me give you tell me about the next thing on my list while I get myself a flashlight for you doubters. So anyway, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be good. Um I'm my my dream awesome. would be if I ever went camping for like a week somewhere, I would take it with us and set up at the campground. Can you imagine what a king of the campground would be with a hot tub? Yeah, that'd be cool. What's all right? Here we go. I got a flashlight. Okay, what's Dwight saying right now? Is he stirring up the pot again? It better be pro hot tub. Oh, open the help my heathen image, is it? (laughs) Open the eyes of our hearts, Lord. Help us see with eyes of faith, Lord. (laughs) Do we really trust this guy? Oh, my word. King Lucas with the, a hot tub. I did not do the trick. All right, all right. So anyway, it's okay. So that was my first thing, and then my second thing is, and this is just to let people know, uh, a friend of mine, Rudy Fowler, is an avid snowmobiler, and he's decided to take on. Uh, he thinks he's pretty sure he holds the record for longest snowmobile run in 24 hours, which was 600 miles in one day, which he he said a few years ago, which is a thousand kilometers roughly. So he and his friend are going to try to do a thousand miles in 24 hours, and they're starting tonight at midnight. So uh, they're doing it to raise money for Green Hill Lake Camp for gas. Uh, raise money for gas <laughs> for Green Hill Lake Camp. So that's uh, the Christian camp around here. If you're interested, uh, check out the Thousand Mile Challenge 2021 on Facebook. Uh, it's going to be pretty interesting. He's going to be dropping like waypoints along the way. They have to maintain an average speed of 42 miles an hour. For 24 hours on what? on a sled. Yeah, apparently it's the distance of going to Montreal and back in one day on a snowmobile. So there's that. So 1,000-mile challenge 2021 starts tonight at midnight, so in a couple hours. And it's going to be like if you go to the Facebook page, you're going to be dropping pins, and they're going to be doing like on-drive uh, interviews and stuff like that. So there you go. If you, if you like snowmobiling, it's for you. If you like Christian camping, it's for you. Something to check out. Wow. That's cool, man. Um, So do us a favor this week and uh, get some kind of picture or something of your hot tub during the day. Don't just, and make sure it does not look like a stock image um, (laughs) from Google. You have to have a newspaper with the date. With the date. date. You you in the hot tub with the newspaper holding the date. I just sent you a picture of uh, my daughter standing beside it while it was empty few hours ago oh that could that's be what it looks like that could be anything that could be, look at the child that's my child <laughs> again sure that could that could be anywhere i don't think, think anybody else it's, it's in your front yard <laughs> it's because it's the only place i could put it close to the a power outlet and close enough to a thing and that i could easily get shoveled out otherwise i'd have to basically snow blow my entire backyard which uh, i don't want to hot tub that bad so you know what, Lucas? I know that we're we're you know goofing with you here, but that thing actually looks pretty cool. Oh, yeah, I'm, well, I'm we'll actually see, jealous. We will see until the first it time I get into jelly. one of my fountain pens and pop it. How much was it? Uh, Six hundred and forty-eight uh, Canadian dollars from Walmart. So, and it's a oh. four to six. So, depending on the size of the human, I think that means I can easily fit my whole family in. Hopefully, that's so, like it's a two thousand two thousand Lucas dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, don't forget it was the it was the penultimate uh, gift for my Valentine's week, so that's why you know I had to really set the bar high, which was dumb of me because now I have a higher bar to jump next year. That's fine. Uh, welcoming Matt Calder to the show. He's jumping in chat with an inside joke. Hey, Matt, nice to see you, my dude. Thanks for coming on here, uh, Scott. You Scott lives in Fredericton, right? He does, Scott. Well, technically. Right. On the outskirts of Fredericton. But still, Scott, could you jump in your vehicle now, make it to Lucas's, and give us proof? <laughs> Surely you're a man that has a light that could sh- that could shine it on this hot tub. Um, <laughs> Wait, for the record, it's currently a very cold tub. Uh, by by tomorrow, by this time tomorrow night, it should be a at least a lukewarm tub. A lukewarm tub, awesome. A lu- yeah. great. A Lucas lukewarm tub. That's very right. cool. Um, fellas, I hit a milestone today. 
It's very significant for me, and it's an explainer brag. Uh, I I've gone a hundred days of completing all three rings on like the Apple thing. So like, I I have a movement target where I'm supposed to move a certain amount during the day, and an exercise mm-hmm. target that I need to get, and then a standing up target. And for the last one hundred days, I've not missed. Feels good. A uh, lot of stress. It's not on- nothing. A lot of it stresses me out on days that I'm sick and feel just like wiped. I'm like, okay, how am I gonna, how am I gonna do this one today? Yeah, because you Mandy, had that couple of days where you were right out. I had it. a couple of days where I was not good and uh, was still able to get it. But um, yeah. Wow. Anyway, anyway, I I a hundred days. It just it's it's a good thing. I wanted to just share that because I wanted to celebrate that with the people that I care uh, for. The other thing I really want to do, and I don't do this, this is so off brand for me, but I'm doing it tonight, is a very quick critical review of the new Tom and Jerry movie. Lest you take your children to that movie and fall into the same trap that I did. Have you guys seen this movie? You didn't read the plugged in review from Folks on the Family? Come on, Brad. Plugged in online. Uh, No. No, we looked at something. It wasn't the movie wasn't bad specifically like for our kids to watch. What here's what bothered me about the Tom and Jerry movie, guys. Did you did you watch Tom and Jerry growing up? Never. They're not a they're not a comedy duo I'm familiar with. Andrew, you? Not really. I think we were we were born in the 80s, not the 60s, so I think that could be why. But Tom and Jerry were on like there was reruns of those cartoons. Not on Booney Vision. Are you legit? Not well, on my channel. I don't know what kind of weird island channels you get, but I did not get. Maybe the chat can chime in if they've seen Tom and Jerry. It it was such a juxtaposition of Tom and Jerry and their brand of not talking, over the top violent humor with our current culture's um, like sensitivity and everyone's a snowflake and all that and trying to bring those two things together into a movie where the main characters don't talk uh was unpleasant to sit through and (laughs) and and then they tried to like so tom and jerry the main characters but they don't speak so you've got to have some speaking characters that have major parts so we're going to try to shoehorn in a uh an underdog story of a come from the bottom to the top in this one character and also we got to throw in the love interest and uh and in in like to the person or to one of the mice <laughs> uh people and uh and and so like there'd be one scene with the one main character and has got no chemistry with the bartender character and then the next scene is like well, why are you keeping secrets from me we've got this deep connection i'm like what am i watching and th- this is the closest the only other movie that uh i've ever i've never walked out of a movie the closest I've ever come to was the Emoji movie. This would be the next movie. But then, um, like, to- the the violence of Tom and Jerry just... I, the itchy and scratchy vibe? Well, like, it, it was so weird to see it on the screen because seeing it growing up, you didn't think much of it. Like, Looney Tunes and all that kind of stuff. Like Bugs Bunny, all those were so violent. And, like, I, I watched this movie where Tom... Uh, the cat is trying to get into the building and the door gets slammed on his neck and, and it's, and you think that'd be that, but no, the door opens and closes like three or four times on his neck to then seeing a workman's boot, boot him in the face and send him flying against the wall. And I'm like, how did we get to this? And, and like, what message is this sending? And, and, oh my goodness. But the part that bothered me the most about this movie, and then I'm, I think I'm done ranting. Thank you for just listening to me and, and not joining in. Um, can, can I make a quick one? Sorry to join in when you specifically praise us for not doing so. Um, but I watched a movie recently. Have either of you watched Playing With Fire? Um, it's a kid's movie about some uh, rough and tough fire people who take in some wayward children. Um, anyway, it's a weird like Netflix movie. It's got uh, John Cena in it, I think is his name. Anyway, the weirdest part about this movie is that's John Cena. They were, they were, there was a character in the movie who was at least four, maybe five, but the role was clearly written for a baby because, <laughs> like, like at one point they were changing a diaper. The way all of her, like, everything they talked about was like, like she was a little, little baby. Like, it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Like, this is obviously supposed to be a baby. Uh, and it's, I mean, maybe four, but like, it was not a small child. 
And it was, it, it really it wasn't that great of a movie to start with, but it really threw me out of the moment, you know, wrecked the magic for me uh, when you had this little baby talking four-year-old or whatever. So hmm. are you Googling a movie poster for it right now? No, I just slacked you because I was trying, okay. I, I wanted to keep what I needed to say to you discreet. Oh, okay. I was just going to say it out loud. Oh, I don't think your I mean, snowball, I don't think we're getting your snowball audio. Um, no. So, okay, the last thing about this movie that drove me nuts is there's a scene where Tom is trying to woo this other cat and he goes to the piano, doesn't talk at all, but he starts playing blues, uh, like a blues rhythm on the piano, and then starts singing to it. You know, but it's all it's all auto-tuned, really harshly auto-tuned. And so, like, blues, which has soul and movement and, you know, ebbs and flows and all this kind of stuff vocally this was all like step like oh all over the place and i guess what bothered me the most about this movie was that was just indicative of how choppy this whole movie was trying to mix two worlds that just don't go together and i hated it i hated it (laughs) tom and who um get rid of that movie timmy and jimmy you're done. Done. The moral of the story is don't go to that just movie because just because they make a movie doesn't mean you should watch it. Now, for kids, the kids had. I, although I don't think I heard Jaden laugh once. He would say he enjoyed the movie, but I don't think he laughed, and I don't think that that type of humor that they were bringing was his humor. And then the the stuff for the adults, so to speak. Just didn't land. Don't see that movie, Monica Rose. I see that you rented it for the kids. Did you guys enjoy it? Or, or did were you in the huff zone like me the whole time who paid money to go see that thing? Treated myself to popcorn and diet pop. Sat there watching that. Running in place to get all your circles filled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Um, Andrew, what's been all going right. on with you? Just two quick things. Number one, I'm super into the show. It's funny that you were talking about a movie. I'm talking about a show. Uh, <laughs> Shallow super... and pedantic. Sorry. Just got to. Mm, quite. Quite. Mm. Uh, I'm super into the show Superstore. I don't know if you guys have watched it at all. I know. Um, but it's on Netflix now, like five seasons. And a couple of years ago, Tiffany and I gave it like a run. And we watched like the first season. And we were like, this is like watchable. Like we weren't really engaged. But we just we're looking for something to watch. We start watching it again. It is so funny. It is just a good show. Like it, it all just takes place in a store, like a big box store. And it's just good. I recommend it. I don't want to like ruin stuff or try and like talk about funny moments. Cause you won't think they're funny, but I recommend it. If you're looking for a Netflix show to watch, cause there's like five seasons. It's good when it's like established Mm. And you can watch like many many seasons in one. You don't want to get into a firefly right. situation. Monica and I, yeah. are, Monica and I, right now we're on the same page. I just appreciate everything you're saying. It's validating what everything I've thought. Thank you. Uh, the other thing, <laughs> big news, big announcement, big podcast announcement. <laughs> I got some big, big renovation plans, plans. on the horizon. I'm planning. I'm planning Summer, plans. Summer 2021, we're going to hopefully do our basement. We have like a four, we have a four level split. So like I'm in the first basement (laughs) right now. The alpha basement. And then there's a basement basement that used to be finished, I think. And I think there was like before we bought it, it got, it had like a sewer backup or something. And so it's like. Kind of like there's some framing down there and stuff, but it's not finished. So anyways, I'm just like super pumped to do this basement and have like a den-ish kind of area and like studio. Well, I was wondering if that's where this was going because you said it was a podcast announcement. Well, because I was announcing it on the podcast. (laughs) Uh, I probably will um, do podcasts down there. I think so. Um, we'll see once once it's done because it's not as big of a space as I like keep picturing in my head, and then I go downstairs and I'm like, huh, kind of small. Here. Maybe but, not uh, a full size pool table. 
Yeah, give one of those little mini ones. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, I I'm just really excited. I've been wanting to do it since we moved in, and we have like a couple. We have like a list of things we want to do. All of them are expensive and. Well, can can you help? Can you help describe the size of the basement so that we can kind of figure it out? And let's let's use terms that I understand. Um, different types of hot tubs. So <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that it is 240 square feet. Okay, I understand. There you go. My hot so, tub. Anyways, is th- wait, 36 square feet? That seems too much. Anyway, that's a big hot ahead. tub. Well, maybe not. I don't. Know. Your hot tub is probably like what? Like four by four? That's 12. It's six, it's six by six. So that's 36. Yeah. Uh, man i just i'm loving dwight dwight you're just you're just sitting there waiting to stir and every time you you hear just something you're like yes this you know he's a christian counselor um <laughs> it tells you start, Anyways, start problems he I, can then pay it be paying to fix. let me just say this and i mean this in all sincerity i highly recommend uh dwight if you're looking for a christian counselor out there dwight ingersoll uh google it Google him, check it out. I know he's stirring the pot right now, but I swear he can he can settle the pot as well. So, he's off the clock right now. Yeah, I got. Anyways, I got he, some I got some big plans for down there. Um, so we'll see, we'll see. Hey man, maybe I'll just talk about it on the podcast for the next five months. I don't even know if any of these people know the running joke anymore of your bathroom and how you did a reno and you were going to video it and show it, and that never ever happened uh, so there'll be no pr- i showed more of my hot tub than you did of your reno you did and let's keep in mind that want me to want me to go oh heavens no. yes go on come <laughs> no. on coward <laughs> tiffany would be so upset she'd be like it's not clean in there <laughs> oh my soul anyways that's it for me hey guys we got we're, a new follower we're 30 minutes in Ma- matthew calder is now following us so we must have done something right tonight all right we earned it Apparently, if we just pick on each other enough, people will follow us. Uh, All right. Well, folks, we're going to turn things over to Lucas and the best and the rest. All right. So uh, this is our second ever best and the rest. The pretty simple segment where I give you a category. You have to give me the best of that version you've experienced and the worst of that thing or experience you've ever experienced. Uh, So I'm going to go with. What is your best, and you guys in the chat, please feel free to throw in your best or worst of this thing. What is your best interaction with an animal, and what is your worst interaction with an animal? I'll go first just to lay the groundwork uh, to show you I'm sincere. So uh, my best, and I actually have two I couldn't decide between. They're both bear-related. Um, one was when I had the whole incident with me scaring the bear on my front steps. Oh, that night. was awesome. That was awesome because it's just a great story, right? I, I, I wish I had a flashlight just like tonight. I should keep one by my door. Uh, I wish I had a flashlight to take so I could record it. I did record the the darkness and me yelling at a bear no one can see. Uh, and then I was at a zoo one time and the lady's like, I'm feeding the bear. You want to feed the bear? I was like, yes. And I'm like, <laughs> what do we feed them? Peppermints. Turns out you feed bears peppermints. And you hold your finger out and he's all like getting his like weird like lips on it, get through the hole in the fence and like getting right off my hand. It was pretty cool. Uh, the worst would definitely be, and not even close, um, the time that I was at my friend's house and he told me to bark at his dog. So I did. And then that dog proceeded to bite me in the nose, um, leaving a scar. And then they put the dog down while the whole, all the kids were crying. And then the doctor yelled at me for barking at a dog, uh, which is fair. I shouldn't have done that. But on the other side, they told me to do it because it was a fun thing they were doing. Uh, anyway, this was, I mean, put the dog down. Yep. They put the dog down. Yep. They made the decision while I was there. Uh, so yeah, that was great. And the whole time the de- while the doctor's deciding if he's going to stitch my nose, which would have been a great look or just use the stary strips. He was like, why were you barking at that dog? Why were you teasing that dog? And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> they told me to. Uh, so yeah, that would definitely be the worst animal interaction oh. where I kind of killed an animal. I was That's gonna, a really although, good story. Yes. Yeah. So there un- you go. Unless we've killed an animal, our stories will not compare. No, they won't. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, there you go. My, my worst interact. I'm trying. I'm trying to rethink my best now. My uh, my worst interaction. I got to start there. I actually that's- think that that was your best interaction, Lucas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my worst is um, d- growing up. Dad had chickens 
in a in a chicken coop, um, but the but they were meat kings, which are a big bird, and the coop was small, and it was like winter, so that you know it's cold, and all these chickens are crammed into this coop, and it's a great I, smell. It's terrible, and I would be tasked with going to go feed them. Well, the feeder would be like at the back of the stinking coop, and so. He'd be like, you can't, don't just throw the feed in, go put it in the, like the, there's a trough for the feed and then you got to, you know, get the water and cause the water, you've got to like tip it upside down, fill it and then tip it back. And this whole, there's this whole maneuver, right? It's like a water Turning cooler. your back on these chickens the whole time. So that's the thing. Um, I, I really think this actually did some damage to, to me, uh, like mentally to the, to the point where like, I absolutely hate chickens. <laughs> totally cool to eat them, but I do not want to be around a chicken. Um, th- th- they freak me out with their feathers and their flapping. <laughs> no. uh, but the chickens would like peck at my legs constantly the whole time. Like they were trying to eat me um, because they were, you know, we're like, we we're, got these big beefy chickens that are hungry and cold and I'm warm and fatty and they're just coming at me. And so I'm scared that I'm getting eaten by chickens and I, I can't focus on what I'm doing. So I'm splashing water and I'm basically I'm just throwing feed on them now <laughs> to get them to go away. And this isn't a one time event for me, guys. This would be every second weekend, um, <laughs> a couple of times a weekend. So this wasn't like just a one off. Um, look at poor, you know, Snowflake Brad with his one encounter with chickens. Now, this was like a lifetime with chickens that I hated. How old were you when this was happening? I know, like it's going to be different if you were five or if you 18. were twenty. Yeah, well, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna go with the teens just to be funny, but no, this would have been, uh, this would have been like probably around Harmony's age, so like the eleven, maybe a little younger, eleven and into the teens. Uh, oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, mom's in there. Oh, the chickens, mom! I hated them, I hated them, and I'm trying to think of my now. I'm trying to think of my best interaction because. Uh, I also wrote chickens. <laughs> when you killed all those chickens. <laughs> um, a couple of years ago, we had an opportunity to take the kids to a friend's house, to their farm, and they had chickens on the farm. And I wanted to get over my fear of chickens. Like, I would be around other farms and would be nervous around chickens uh, for fear that they would eat me. And... I made a point to like, just go for it. You see it on Survivor. They chase them, they grab them and they kill them. And it's all in one foul swoop. I wasn't going to kill, you know, people's chickens, but I wanted to pick up a chicken and not be a coward anymore. And so with the support of my family, not really paying attention to me, I ran over and grabbed a chicken and picked it up and held it. And from that day forward, I was no longer afraid of chickens. Did you kill it, the chicken? I and what in one foul swoop, Lucas? You oh my word! Uh, be, okay, Scott Layton, do you want to read it since this is your segment? All right, uh, Scott is coming in here. Best interaction is when I come home from work and my dog Star runs to me to welcome me home. That the dog's listening. He's just trying to get some extra points to that dog. Uh, Maybe worst the dog t- was t- when t- I t- was an itty bitty kid and a giant swan from Santa's village, Santa's village nice. chased me and my dad began swinging my stroller at it to defend me and scare it away. I thought you were going to be in the stroller at one point and being used as a weapon against the swan. Uh, that's pretty great. Uh, I love the Santa's village shout out. Classic. <laughs> uh, I, we got to get to yours, Andrew, but the swan thing, there was a swan at, uh, I forget the animal, uh, that wasn't a zoo, but it was like a wildlife conservatory or conservation land conservatory anyway and they were feeding all these birds and there was a swan and Jaden was feeding it and he just started to turn away and the swan darted its head out and grabbed a hold of Jaden's hood or hat the beak of his hat and like yanked him forward oh man that kid was scared Mm. and laughing now you have two people in your in your house scared scared of birds birds yeah (laughs) Yeah, we there's, we have an avian fle- fear. Andrew, what about you, my dude? Oh, wait, this is right, my segment. So, I'm sorry, Lucas. Oh, Andrew, how about you? I th- I think I probably told this story before on here, but uh, I can't remember. So the my worst one, my worst experience is with my parents' dog, uh, Angus. And uh, it was 
two or three years ago and it was my birthday and we went out for my birthday and, uh, and Tiffany um, had poutine and by the time we got home, she was not feeling well. And she, we literally pulled in the driveway and Tiffany opened the door and like threw up on the ground in my parents, my parents' driveway. Cause we were oh, living no. with my parents oh, no. at the oh, time. No. Oh no. Oh no. And so Please, no. uh, I was like, Oh, that's gross. And I just buried it in, in the gravel cause it's a gravel driveway. So I just cover it up. <laughs> this stupid dog ate the gravel. Puke. Oh, and the, and the gravel. Cause how do you get the puke out of the, you know? <laughs> and, uh, so that night, I mean, obviously he, he was not doing well. Uh, and uh, the next day, my parents were planning to go away. And I was taking the day off. I was taking the day off for Andrew's birthday extravaganza. <laughs> and so they were like humming and hawing if they should go because they didn't know like what was wrong with the dog. And anyways, they finally went. So I'm upstairs playing Xbox and I could hear the dog like, moving Please around tell me wearing downstairs. a birthday hat while this was happening. No, I could hear the dog moving around downstairs a lot, which was kind of weird. Anyways, I finally get up and I go downstairs and there is diarrhea (laughs) everywhere (laughs) with rocks in it everywhere. (laughs) Like it was on furniture, like because it was spraying everywhere all over the place. Oh no! And they're like they're in the states, and I'm home by myself on my birthday. And it's your job <laughs> on the hands and knees cleaning up all the. I was just oh, stupid dog <laughs> who eats gravel. Who eats gravel? <laughs> anyway, honorable mention. One time I was at the beach in the water playing frisbee, <gasps> and all of a sudden I felt something on my foot, and it hurt. And I pulled my foot out of the water. Crab. Boom, latched onto my foot. And I'm like, what the heck? And I rip it off and it grabs onto my hand. And then I chucked it in the water and it drew blood. But uh, anyways, that's an honorable mention. And then my best experience is actually at the zoo as well. And the the, the uh, Moncton Zoo. And they have the, the Amor Cats. I don't know if you guys have seen the Amor Cats, the tigers. And I bear a similar resemblance to one of the zookeepers and really I have a beard and he has a beard. Um, And so he's the zookeeper that takes care of the cats. Anyways, I'm just, I don't know if this is for sure why this is happening. I'm just putting it together that this is was the cat like was really into me. And so I could like run all along the pen and this, this tiger would chase me all the way you, you know what this just, is you know what that is no hunger <laughs> no it was just it Tiger. was just me tiger's like, hungry buddy <laughs> i could run like all the way around it would chase me and i would like get down on the ground and he would like come up and like kind of like bat at me and stuff uh, and like i had like this this crowd behind me and they're like there's this one like really bossy woman. she's like she's like do this do this <laughs> i literally would just it was really cool anyways i think i think it's because he thought i was like the zookeeper but i'm not really Still sure pretty magical it's given it me was. a real madagascar feel but when but when um when he goes like feral and he sees everybody as like pieces of meat i feel like that's what <laughs> you looked like to that tiger i'm ruining my story i'm sorry well I've got a couple uh, a couple to read online. If you have an animal story you'd like to share, a best one or a worst one, animal interaction, feel free. I've got a couple more to read off here. Uh, first off, we have Mr. Matthew Calder. He says, I can't decide between my best, but I definitely know my worst. He's going to be good. Uh, so when I was a kid, maybe five or six years old, I was at my friend's house during the night and we were playing outside. We felt like someone was looking at us, so we started looking around. That's when we were looking across the road and we uh, we saw that there was something staring right at us. Uh, obviously scared, we start to run back to the house. As soon as I shut the door behind me, I come face to face with a coyote through the glass door. Uh, oh, so freaky. that's an awesome. The good thing about that one is it's an awesome story to tell. Um, unlike my dog biting me in the nose and getting put down, it's not one I like to trot out at parties. It's not a real fun one. No. Whereas you staring <laughs> coyote danger in the eyes, is, at least that's a good story. Uh, then Monica's got oh, oh, one here. Um, did you did you what? see Dwight's latest comment? 
Like Kramer son bathing <laughs> slathered in butter. That is a good one. Oh my word. Guys can't just let me have my story. <laughs> uh so Monica, worst slash funny is when my son's lizard peed on me two weeks ago. Ouch. Uh lizards are delicate, so I could not react. <laughs> you couldn't just whip him against the wall like you felt like doing. Uh I had to gently place him back in the tank while processing what just happened. His pee is still in my hand. You you haven't washed your hands since I assume you've washed your hands, oh, yeah, but you just know it's there. Uh, there you go. It, this, the, the, all these stories, like I think I shared before over the summer, we were out swimming and there was a ton of seals out in the water. And Jade and I were like, was we one were, of them loose. loose that, you're hilarious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we were out there swimming and then all of a sudden there was like a seal from, you know, me to my fireplace, maybe a little bit farther away and I had like I grabbed Jaden and made a quick run for the short. Animals are awesome. <laughs> I think that's the lesson here. We what? all have a story about our hamsters biting us. I never had a hamster. Um, Although yeah, I did get peed on lucky. one. Lucky. I did lucky. have a mouse named Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> and that's been the best in the rest. <laughs> All right, Brad, turning it over to you. All right. Well, we're going to do something a little different and we don't have a whole lot of time, but that's okay. Uh, we're still going to go for it. And this is what we call the holy huddle. Uh, instead of doing a smorp, this is where we just kind of have conversation around a different topic. Uh, it can be anything. And, but it, usually it has to do with, uh, with faith and, and all that. So, okay. So I, uh, I was. I wanted to throw this to you guys because I had this revelation, um, not this last Sunday, but the Sunday before. I would have shared it last Tuesday, but, you know, the internet died everywhere, I'm told. Um, the day the internet died. So I was out for a run and... And on it was it was windy, but I was out in the woods, and it was all um, that was that was a great great time. On my re- as I was going down this hill to get into the woods, the wind was on my back, and it was like almost lifting my arms right. And I'm going downhill, and everything feels really good. And I'm like this is great, I could run I could run like this for a long time. Went through the trail and all that, and then the thought occurred to me: Ah, oh, I'm gonna have to run back up that hill, and the wind's gonna be in my face. Shoot. That's going to suck. So anyway, I did my woods run and loving it. Got back to pavement, start going up this hill and the wind's just hitting me and it's slowing me down and I've got to work super hard just to continue, like to keep going. And, uh, I've got to keep my eyes focused ahead because there's ice and stuff and like the wind's pushing me and, and all of a sudden, in this moment, I had this realization. It's something that I've taught on, I've preached, I've read, I've heard it uh, a lot. Is is that this opposition that that's physically happening for me right now with the wind is actually making me stronger? As long as I continue to push through, I. I loved, it was a great feeling when I was out there and the wind was behind me and I was, you know, going, but that wasn't really developing me. That was just, you know, a nice feeling, but I was actually getting stronger as a runner a little bit, right? Not a lot, but I was actually like, I was actually getting stronger so that, that I could, you know, in the long run, I can go farther now. And the next time that that wind comes, uh, it will, you know, I can handle it better. And, but what was, what was weird for me was there was an, there was actually like a flip of the switch where I actually, and this, this is why it stood out to me where I said, thank you, Lord, for the trials that have made me stronger, that maybe in the moment I didn't recognize what was going on, but help me to recognize. And now let me just say this, uh, I love, you know, snowstorms and rainy days and all this type of stuff. But for whatever reason, I've always hated, well, I know the reason, I've always hated windy days, hated them. And, and mainly because I want to keep my hair in check. And, and that's just legitimate. Lucas, I know you understand. And, um, and, and I've hated windy days. And, but since that moment when I've gone out for runs and it's been windy, I've been like, thank you, because this is going to make me stronger. And I push through and yeah, it might, sometimes it might suck. But, um, <laughs> you're funny. Uh, it might suck, but like, it's, it's making me better. And, and now I have a different appreciation for that. So I wanted to toss this out 
because there's a spiritual there's a spiritual part to this. You know, I thought the whole hair thing and not liking Windy Days because of that is really a control thing for me. It's about being in control and and an outward appearance. And I likened that to to my spiritual life. And and then to the, you know, the opposition and the trials and, and things that that push against us that that will make us stronger in the in the minute in the moment. And I, you know, some of the scriptures that jumped out at me were things like, you know, James two, uh, two to four. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of var- count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Um, that's a great scripture to rattle off. It's another thing when there's a transformational moment in your life when you recognize that. So my question to you guys, and and I would I'll be happy to answer this a little bit. We're running short on time. Is can you think of moments in your life that maybe were hard at the time, but that made you stronger in your faith? Hmm. Yep. And that you'd be willing to share a little bit. <laughs> so I'll try and make this real short because I probably shared this too on the podcast. But uh, I had a period in my life where I was in a job that was just destroying me, like every essence of my being. Um, it was not a job that was I was built to do uh, in terms just mentally, like I could not handle it. And it really, really took me, uh, you know, to a low point in my life. And it was at a point, too, where I knew that I had a calling on my life, but I was kind of trapped in this job. And, uh, and yeah, it was it was really tough time for me. Um, I finally basically was given, like, this out to get out of this job which I do believe was from God. <laughs> like it was mm-hmm. the way that it worked and, mm-hmm. you know, it, it gave me time to recuperate and I, I like genuinely needed that time. And in, mm-hmm. in that time, I just, uh, I was able to build confidence in, in myself again because I had none. Um, and I was able to uh, just get refocused on what I felt God was calling me to. And I look back on that time now and I see that as a real time of, you know, learning who I was or who I am and uh, learning my strengths and my weaknesses. And I'm, I'm grateful. Well, I don't know if I'm grateful, but I'm in hindsight, I can see the uh, positives of going through that experience. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'll leave it at that, I guess. Yeah, that's good, Andrew. Thanks. Lucas, what about you, my man? Yeah, I think for me, I was thinking a couple different things, but I think um, in my job, um, probably the most difficult part of my job is when I have to have hard conversations. Um, the ones with the kids aren't that bad. Usually it's more the when I have to have a hard conversation with a parent or when I have to have a hard conversation with a staff member or something like that. Um, and it's one of those things that you dread, you know, like if you know you have to have that conversation the next day, you go to bed and you're like, Oh boys, like, and it doesn't keep me up or anything, but like, you're not looking forward to it. And I've just had to, when that's happened, I've just had to really kind of pray about it and really say, you know, like, God, like, give me the words to say, like, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, either me pretending I'm smart does not usually ended well. Uh, so give me the words, no, let me know when to talk. And when, more importantly for me, when to shut up, cause I, I talk more than I don't talk. So knowing when the time to be quiet is and let other people talk. So, um, and it's been really neat to see that, you know, some of these hard conversations, um, one, the kind of the peace that comes over me and, and it's, and, you know, just knowing that I'm, I'm kind of trying to listen for his wisdom. And then afterwards, it's great too, because like you said, Brad, with the, you know, once you've done a hard thing, it's made you stronger. And then that, that conversation, while I wouldn't enjoy it again, I could do it yeah. easier this time, you know, and, and we all want the destination, but it's the journey that actually gives us the strength. Right. So, uh, and I think that's kind of a lot of the time with, with, with God, you know, we ask for all these things. We just want it right there, right now, poof, but we wouldn't really have earned it. And it wouldn't really be giving us that lesson that we need unless we're going to put through the hard stuff. So, well, yeah. and, and I don't remember, I, I cannot for the life of me remember where I heard this or who said it. It could have been one of you and it may have been one of our listeners, or it might be the pastor it's here. It's Andrew. Um, <laughs> that the, the quote is, and forgive me if it's one of you. Um, God is more concerned with our character than our comfort. 
and and he wants to develop us and and transform us and and that needs to take us like through a journey like you said Lucas about the whole thing about the destination that's what makes us stronger um you know I can't I won't be going into detail but there have been there have been moments in my life and in, in ministry that have been really dark and really made me question what I'm doing and I couldn't do it without God um but there have been you know it's funny cuz there have been confrontational moments where I would have never I would have never ever thought I would find myself in those positions dealing with those types of things and having to hold the line and and stand for what I perceive to be right um and and like have to defend you know truth the way that I've had to in the past and you know in those moments I did not appreciate what was happening in those moments. I didn't go into those meetings and go, this is going to make me stronger to defend the faith later. Uh, I went in with a lot of fear and trepidation and, but, but coming out of those and recognizing what they were now has made me definitely stronger. My question is, can we get to the point where we recognize the moments that we're in? that when they come, that we can actually appreciate them for what they are. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, instead of going yeah. into the meetings worried, like, yeah, none of us want to deal with conflict and none of us want to go through hard times. But I think it would change our perspective uh, an awful lot if we could recognize the potential that comes with those. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that, that's it. That, that was my thought. Any, any last thoughts on that? Um, a lot of those things you read on a poster somewhere, but you know, there's no, uh, no growth in the comfort zone and there's no comfort in the growth zone. So hmm. choose why it doesn't challenge you. It won't change you. <laughs> Love it. Uh, we could, we should really be making mugs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I do want to encourage, uh, if you're listening or watching right now and you find yourself in uh, a hard time, maybe you feel like the winds are pushing hard against you and it's hard to stay, mm-hmm. you know, strong, continue to push. Uh, God mm-hmm. is can use this opportunity to develop and make you stronger. Uh, know that we've got your back, and and we are there for you and pray for you. Um, and if you ever want to reach out to us, we're here. Uh, but stay the course and continue to run the race, and do not give up. Don't give up. Uh, all right. Well, we are just about done with our time, but we're going to toss things over to Andrew. Andrew, how are you going to wrap us up here tonight? All right. We are going to play... The game, which is called, um, wow, okay, poorly explained movies, poorly poorly explained game <laughs> descriptions. All right, poorly explained game. All right, so I think what we'll do is uh, just just yell it out if you got the answer. I'll uh, keep score. Uh, I just want to say thank you, Matt. Uh, windy day for Scott came. That, will that be our thing? We'll they'll be. We'll call them windy days now. Um, All right. So, Amen, Scott. I'm with. We got you. All right. I'll. You want me to keep? Did someone say they're keeping score? I'm. I'll keep score. I'll read it. As soon as I'm done reading, you can yell out. First one to yell out oh, wins. Okay. Championship. Skinny kid takes steroids and fights Nazis with uh, a frisbee. Uh, Captain America. Uh, all Captain America. Oh, Brad. Was it right? I, I don't see the it answer. Right. Woo! <laughs> all right. Guy spends a day telling people stories related to chocolate. Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Willy Wonka. No, oh, Willy Wonka is not the name of the movie. I'm bad at this. Guy spends a day telling people stories related to chocolate. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. What? It's not that? It's not that? Uh, oh, oh, Guy oh, oh, spends oh, oh, the day. oh, 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 uh, Life's like a box of chocolates. Uh, Forrest Gump. Uh. <laughs> yes! Farmer has to save Earth, but ends up in a different dimension. Uh, farmer has to save Earth. Independence Day? No. No. That doesn't make no. sense. No. Uh, oh, uh, mm. oh, uh, Interstellar. Boom. Never seen it. On the, on the board. A dude teams up with a bunch of the same dude to fight a big, fat, bald dude. A dude teams up with a bunch of the same dude to fight a big, fat, bald dude. 
what? A dude. Uh, it's it's not Austin Powers, is it? No, he's not fat enough. Um, this is a superhero movie. Dude, teams uh, up with the bald dude. Is it? Uh, uh, oh, oh, Superman. Oh. Uh, Justice League. Ba- ba- Batman no. versus Superman. A dude teams up with a bunch of the same dude. Avengers. I did a big no. fat bald dude. I think we're gonna have to forfeit this round. Um, give us. Can you give us something else? Should we get it's this? a cartoon? It's a cartoon. <laughs> a, a dude teams up with a bunch of the same dude to fight in a. To, uh, I feel like the word "dude" is important. Um, it's not. Uh, great. <laughs> I can't. Uh, no, I don't I know. Got, I got the, the dude with a bunch of the same dudes throw me off. All right. Well, oh, oh, never saw it. So the big fat bald dude didn't help me out. I saw it. Great. So you should feel bad. Local Great. law enforcement dealing with high tech new replacement. Robocop. No. iRobot. Oh. No. Oh boy, there's a lot of these. This is uh, this is not what you think. Well, clearly we both answered and we're wrong. Uh, Terminator Local law enforcement dealing with high tech new replacement, like a share uh, men in black. No, uh, no, uh, oh, I hate this. It's a cartoon, of course, it is. Cops, that was my favorite cartoon. Did you say cops? Yeah, there was a cartoon called Cops, it was amazing. I'll tell you about it later. Um, that's a cartoon movie. It's a cartoon. Ooh. Should we get you this? Both- You've both seen it for sure. I can say that. A cartoon movie. Local. Uh, Tom, Tom and Jerry. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. <laughs> I, okay. Say, so say it's, it's, it's not that will the help. Incredibles. He's not replacing him as a, as the law enforcement. He's just replacing him. Boss baby. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, we're letting you down on this one. No, this one's Even hard. Strong. This one's hard. I, I give up. Uh, I You've know. got a friend. Toy Story. Oh, local law enforcement. Oh, I see. I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> oh. You give it man to use, him? Man uses insects to break into places. Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Oh. Either way Everything too hard in this movie would be annoying to step on. Lego movie. Oh darn it! That's a good one. Brad good is one. destroying. Yes, yes. It beats up his girlfriend's dad to save the world. Uh, oh, uh, mm, mm, this isn't like Scott Pilgrim or something like some. No, I've never seen it, but I don't his know. Girlfriend's dad. Oh, uh, uh, shoot, uh, Star Lord, uh, um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, Guess not. We weren't wrong. It's a kid. Star Wars? Uh, um, Dude beats up his girlfriend's dad to save the world. His girlfriend's dad to save the world. You don't get that? Kid beats oh, up his girlfriend. St- uh, Spider-Man? Which one? What? Two. Uh, far From Home. New, uh, homecoming? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Slightly more on the board. Kid uses an inflatable toy to avenge his brother's death. Oh, uh, uh, oh, oh, uh, hero, but uh, big hero six. Oh, Harry man kidnaps a kid and enrolls him in a school of fairy tales. Harry Potter, Harry Potter, and Philosopher's Stone. Never seen it. Sorcerer's Stone, depending on the demographics. Two workers make a mistake that induces worldwide terror, but ends up solving its problems. <laughs> Two workers. This is also a cartoon. Ah, Cartoons are killing me. Uh, Worldwide tear is in their world, not our world. Not Lego movie. Uh, The emoji movie? I hate that movie too. Oh, John, uh, 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 shoot. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph? No. Uh, I give up. It's it's 10 o'clock. I give up. All right, I give up too then. Oh, Monsters! Inc. Love that movie. Oh. I need to go watch that. 
<laughs> All right, Brad with one, two, three, four, five, six to three. Six to three. Didn't get skunked. I'll give me that. Okay, we'll give you that. <laughs> well, folks, uh, if you enjoyed the show, feel free to check out our website on Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, YouTube, and of course, OxfordHolyClub.com. Uh, if you listen to us on uh, podcast, please make sure you give us a five star rating and we'll even read it on the air. <laughs> Thanks, Dwight. Nailed it. <laughs> he just said everybody's thing. Uh, did he really? He said mine. Well, you read yours. I want to hear you do it. Not only that, but you can send your questions, tiebreaker suggestions, and more to us at OxfordHolyClub.com. And we don't pay to advertise, so any growth that we have comes from you sharing us with others. So please click that share button, and don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And so, for Andrew Beckwith and Lucas Candy, I am reminding you, folks, that I'm really trying to draw this out. This is new. Until next time, keep spiritually fit and have fun.